Man, listen. Let's talk about loyalty. Um, you know, this time I want to, you know, illustrate what I believe is a good, healthy look at having a healthy relationship, you know, with anybody. Um, I think forgiveness is also wrapped in loyalty, you know, based on if you haven't done something very egregious to where you should be forgiven, but loyalty cannot be rebuilt. Um, we know about infidelity and a lot of times men, you know, we're finding that you may be asking yourself or finding yourself in a position where you're like, okay, you know, I got this beautiful woman and I like everything about her, but something's attracting me to other people. Well, we already, you know, if you haven't um, understood by now, that's uh, all based on communication. You know, like, what is it that you are expecting that you haven't communicated? Well, one of those things that um, I realize makes me, you know, look around is loyalty. I really didn't know how much loyalty meant as opposed to wanting to be loved. And if loyalty and love are parallel or even similar, um, there are times where, you know, like I will disagree with my significant other. And in that disagreement, everything is OK because you should be able to disagree. But then there are times where. My significant other has showed me that they lacked loyalty, that when somebody was maybe ridiculing me or doing something that they had the power to speak up on my behalf, just speak up. You don't have to defend me as per se, you know, with, um, you know, throwing hands or don't go into blows or nothing like that. But at least say something on my behalf. When you come back to me and tell me what somebody has said, um, if you are a younger person that is listening to this, um, a lot of times when you're in a relationship, uh, the relationship your partner has, your female partner has with uh, other people at times can um, kind of conflict based on their inner strength level, the fortitude they have with you. So. They may see that relationship as also something they value. So they have to measure that value system. They have to say without saying to themselves, if I speak up here, uh, can I lose this relationship as opposed to the relationship I have with my man? So there were times in my relationship where um, my two marriages, especially where the women in my life brought information back to me and unbeknownst to me how much I was looking for loyalty um they showed me that they lacked it when it came to certain people in me you know so that kind of ate at me you know without knowing how to communicate without understanding that I was looking for loyalty without understanding how integral loyalty is to having a healthy relationship that has longevity, that can stand the test of time, that can stand hardships, no matter what they are. Because sometimes we do get granular, but then we get to a point where it's no matter what they are. You know, um, 
This does not mean that I would ever tell my gentlemen that listen to me, especially about black males. Hey, you know, like go out here and do something nefarious. Like if you were putting your hands on your woman, you already are disloyal to your old lady. If you're doing it out of just sheer negativity, like there's a difference. There is a huge difference between defending yourself and actually being an aggressor. And you have to know the difference between defending yourself and being the aggressor, because even in defending yourself, you can throw the first punch and still not be viewed as the aggressor. It's important to understand that. And it's important to learn these lessons. So when it comes to loyalty and communicating that loyalty, communicating what it means to you to be loyal in the relationship. Uh, I'll give you guys a live example. So I was uh, trying to and I'll say trying to because I, I can't you know, I wasn't dating the young lady and um, we had a conversation and her friend was like I mean, it was very, very egregiously going in on me. You know, and it's something that I don't, you know, that I don't tolerate, but that I dealt with because, you know, like that's her friend. And she didn't speak up at all during this convo that she invited me into, you know, and it's like, hey, you know, at some point, you know, even if we are not on the level of dating, even if we're not to some extent. I thought I would have garnered enough of your respect for me based on our interaction for you to recognize that somebody was being adverse to me and that it's time for you to say something since that's your friend. So, you know, clearly, if I'm having this conversation, it didn't happen that way. It just went on until I cut it off. You know, I simply, you know, said, hey, man, you know, I'll discuss this with old girl and uh, we'll go on about our business. Got off the call, called it a day. But the reality is, is I recognize that in that moment, I understood there was no loyalty. That there are people that she values more than what maybe our future could or should have. You know, at that time, you know, and I will tell you as a younger man, because, hey, man, I'll turn 40 here shortly. I'll tell you as a younger man, you have got to establish that somebody has a high level of value for you. This is not materialistic. This is an emotional value. You need somebody who values you on an emotional level or your relationship will not work. If you do not find someone who values you on an emotional level right now, if you look at the way our societal structure is, it is telling us males that hold on. I got to sneeze. <coughs> Excuse me. It's telling us males that we have to get to a certain financial acumen before we are able to um, perspectively you know, get a woman or go after a woman. Take everything in perspective. Take everything in conversation. And then, you know, take what you need to make your life the best life it can be. You know, nobody has the correct path for you. And that's the most important thing out there is to understand that you can you can ingest 
a lot of data and you should ingest a lot of data. You should not go out here and just take one opinion or one perspective. You need to be a very critical thinker in today's times, but you need to understand how do I take critical thinking and add an immeasurable variable like my emotions into that level of critical thinking. That's what's important. You know, don't be so strong all the time because it's not necessary um, for most for most um just being a man alone is considered masculine, or at least that's the thought process. Yet and still, when you look around, um, you don't really see that level of masculinity. And I'll give you guys a really good example. Um, if you are if you have been dating multiple people, you know, like you dated more than one person, you've had a relationship with more than one person, you've noticed that your your weaker side, the female version. Um, the female, she can some somehow make you feel uneasy when she gets upset with you, as opposed to if a man gets upset with you, you bow up because it doesn't matter. There is a barbaric, there's a barbaric way that comes out of you when a male bows up to you, as opposed to a female bowing up to you, something different pops out. You're not supposed to act the same way with the man that you act with a woman. That's got to be clear. Like you, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to act the same way with a man that you do with a woman. So the ideals of equality, I mean, they're, they're broken by mother nature. We know that that is our, you know, that's our helpmate. That's our support system. But if your support system is not loyal to you, if you are missing loyalty from your support system, understand how you're going to find that and communicate that based on what you're dealing with. How you're going to find that and communicate that based on what you're dealing with. Because you may have already heard a conversation or something that your female has said to you that has brought you to a point to, to questioning their loyalty for you. If this person, quote unquote, will ride or die for you. Now, again, it is not the same as simply saying that you should be out here. If your partner does not agree, does not agree with you cheating and you consecutively keep cheating consistently and they leave you, they are not disloyal. You're just a liar because you keep saying that you're going to stop doing something that you can't stop doing. You have to be responsible and accountable for your actions. This is how you're going to have a healthy relationship, man. And let me tell you all something about responsibility and accountability when it comes to a man once. And this is something that I have just experienced in my life. When you upset a woman, you can apologize for what you did. But I believe they want you dead like flat out. I think they want you destitute, dead, you know, hurt harmed, destroyed, because you can apologize and be fervent in your apology, but it's never going to be enough for some people. For some women, it is just not enough. Their emotions seem to run so hard when their feelings are hurt that as long as you are breathing, they really dislike you. It is a crazy phenomenon. 
But it is very true out here for a lot of men. And that's why we have learned to err on the side of caution. I mean, let's keep it real. They got an entire TV show called Snapped based on women's emotions. Because when they snap, it is something about it that you cannot get around. It's very dangerous. So find somebody that affords you loyalty, that you understand what that loyalty looks like and tell them, use these words. I need you to be loyal to my emotions. I need to make sure that you're loyal to my value. And when you start talking like that, you have to ask somebody or maybe you need to be very careful not to ask so many questions and state what your value is. State that you know that you have value. And your value, I'm going to be honest with you, it is not rooted in a dollar figure. Your value is not rooted in a dollar figure. Your value is not rooted in a dollar figure. There are plenty of people that you can read about that have plenty of money. Plenty. And are not managing that very happy lifestyle. But they can offer everything. They can offer everything. You see woman after woman after woman that is quote unquote top tier that cannot manage to stay in a healthy relationship where they are being financially taken care of. That is because it is not the root of happiness. And you're going to hear people say things like, well, you know, happiness is what you do from the inside. Man, I'm going to just be honest with you. I don't know necessarily that's the only way to be happy. Because when somebody says something nice to me, it makes me feel good. But then we have terminology out here like codependency. You know, you can put yourself, they'll put you in a box. They'll be like, well, you know, well, you got to be careful that you don't become dependent on somebody else making you happy. Because if they can make you happy, then they can make you sad. And it starts to make sense. So then when you start to feel happy, you're like, oh, hold on. I should only be creating my own happiness. Man, I told a young lady the other day, I said, hey, man, I don't really need you to make me happy, but I want you to make me satisfied. I want you to satisfy me. You know, that means that, you know, and to me, it just simply meant, you know what, man, if I want to smile with you, it's because you did something to make me smile. It's because you did something to make me smile. Be loyal to, to, to my values. Be loyal to my values. You know, um, as a man, the term provider gets thrown around so, so strong. The second, the second you come out of mail, you're a provider. Oh, you're a baby mail provider. You know, it, they t- nothing is taken into context whatsoever in the world of provision. Nothing is taken into context. Now everything is based on the next door neighbor. If the next door neighbor got this, I'll, I'll, you know, how come we don't have it? You know, hey, man, I watch all my people go on trips. How come we can't go on trips all the time? It makes you feel less if you watch people. And y'all know I did a comparison, a comparison podcast. You cannot live a lifestyle of comparison. It's horrible. In a nutshell, it's horrible. Do not get with somebody that is trying 
to live their lifestyle based on comparison. This is important. My young men who are listening, even the older men who are still out here trying to maybe find, you know, what they hey, you can't do that. It's just not healthy. Because when do you stop comparing? What, what's what's enough? I've asked women what's enough. They don't know. I've even asked me, hey, man, how much how, how much you going to do? They don't know. That's because we don't have those heavy conversations. You know, I have two. I had two sons that I would love to, you know, like, you know, I mean, my youngest son. You know, I'm I'm really working hard to make sure that I can stay in this this guy's life, no matter what, how much his mom is trying to stop that from happening. I'm working hard. I, I I talk to this young man. I mean, he just turned five. I work hard so that I can try to teach my son something that his father failed at, because I learned so many skills that I could tell him directly. I could tell him directly. I could teach him directly with his relationship with me. I could teach my daughters directly with their relationship with me. But it's tainted right now because of no loyalty to me. No no loyalty to my value. The women in my life do not value my fatherhood. They do not value what I've done in these children's lives to get them to their ages where they are right now and to keep them excelling. So it's complicated and we are fighting as men an uphill battle. We are fighting an uphill battle. And I'm telling you, I'm I'm imploring upon you. I'm pleading with you guys to if you hear these messages to take a moment and really start to look at multiple perspectives. Just take in multiple perspectives because a lot of people right now that we are hearing, they are talking as if their terminology is the alpha and the omega of the choice. And it is not because you're going to still make adverse choices that could turn out to have a positive outcome based on something you've heard. And we're going to need to know about that because there is a word out there called an anomaly. And when you do something completely different than everybody else, don't nobody recognize how you got there. And we need to know how you got there. Because how you got there may help the next person and the next person and the next person. And that's the key to to not restarting because we can't restart, but we can refine. We can refine or refinish what we are, what we've already began to work on. We don't have to keep on watching the degradation happen. We can do something different. We can be somebody different. We can continue to strive to be great because we have what it takes to do that. It's just it's a lot of information out here. It's a ton of information and everybody wants you to know everything about everything. But not me. I don't want you to know everything about everything. I always want you to be inquisitive. I always want you to to have a question and attitude and be a critical thinker. One hundred percent. But do I, but there is something about loyalty in a relationship. There's something just about loyalty in a relationship that is so healthy, that is so important. And how do you keep loyalty? How do you how do you keep it? You know, like from a from, from a man. You know, 
People tell you, well, you know, you weren't loyal to me because you went out there and cheated. I wasn't loyal to you because I because because when I tried to communicate how things was going, you didn't understand it. So that led to a level of infidelity that that created disloyalty in this area. But you weren't loyal to me because you couldn't take out the time to listen to what I was saying and actually put into what into practice what I was telling you, because there is always something they call RCA. Root cause analysis. Root cause analysis. A lot of people only focus on what? At the end game. What the end game looked like. What were the results? What was the root cause of how we even got there? Root cause analysis. It is important. How we got here is important. Because you can't teach these lessons without giving a little history. You can't teach these lessons without giving a little history. We ain't trying to repeat history. I just want to give you an understanding of how we got where we got to, especially if it's relevant to the results. So I'm going to tell you that when you are seeking companionship, you need to be seeking someone who sees loyalty in your value. Who sees loyalty in your value that will take you to your next step in you letting them know through your actions and your words what your value is, what your value is. And again, do not find yourself caught up in a comparative lifestyle. It's just unhealthy. Um, As usual, thank you for listening. Um, you know, I'll drop these as a, as I see fit and, uh, you guys, y'all have a great day, man. And, uh, you know, like, and share my stuff. Uh, I'm doing the best I can to be a better roadmap through my life. And hopefully somebody who's listening, you know, when you're out here as a male and you're trying to court a court a woman, you know, like, uh, maybe, maybe I can teach you something that didn't work for me so that you can see why. Take that perspective and re and refine it and make it better and be successful where where I I wasn't successful. Y'all have a great day.